You guys, I'm back. How are you? Today, we are going to get so raw, so real, so nasty. Okay, probably not nasty, but you know, we like to keep it cute around here and professional. So you guys, I am here to kind of give you a life check-in. I had interviewed some of you guys or polled you on Instagram and basically said, who here wants to hear a little bit of lifestyle type episodes? And you guys said that you wanted lifestyle and business. And it has been a minute since we sat here and just shot the sh... Yeah. You know... It's been a while since we just kind of hung out. And you know something? I have to tell you guys, the last year has just been a whirlwind. So I am going to take a pause and we are going to sit here and we are going to catch up like the old girlfriends we are. Maybe even some guys. So, okay. We are recording this the day before something huge which I will get to. So you definitely want to hear the entire episode because I'm going to give you guys, I'm spilling it. All right. So you guys, a year ago, I had released my podcast in quarantine one year ago, not to the day, a couple of weeks after. So a little bit over a year. And, you know, initially the podcast started off as like a passion project and it came from this place of just like, really wanting to find my voice and share my voice. And I always say it started off as a form of expression just after being locked down in quarantine and not seeing anyone, not interacting, but you have to understand something I haven't spoken about. And we're going to get into more when my friend Rachel comes on, but you have to understand when, when we were in quarantine, I was still in my corporate job. And so I, when I went to launch my podcast last year, I actually had to get approval from my former employee employer and turned out that it was totally fine to go ahead and talk about anything I wanted. But if I wanted to talk about anything like more business related, which I have a lot to say in in the business side of the house, I was going to have to essentially get it approved all the way up through the office of the general counsel and multiple layers of my bosses. And it was just going to be a whole thing. So I basically kind of initially started the podcast and I kept it all lifestyle, all light, bright, and fluffy. And then over a period of time, I started to feel like, I don't know, like I was being pulled deeper and deeper into this online business world. And I kind of like almost accidentally uncovered the entire online business space that I had never been exposed to. You know, previously my impression of online businesses was a bunch of influencers taking selfies of, you know, themselves on a jet or, you know, in a bikini. And I just thought it was like for the Kylie Jenners of the world. And by the way, no offense to Kylie Jenner, but just of that generation. And, you know, the more I started to embark on this just kind of free form exploration of the online business space, I started to meet these incredible women and really, really bright women. And I started to just understand that there is a whole game out there. There is a whole game out there. And the rules of the game have changed since I launched my career and since I grew up and I didn't even really realize it. It sounds crazy because it's been happening this whole time. It's not like it, it's not like the internet just started, right? But It just feels like what happened over the last year was that 
I realized for the first time that the rules of the game had changed as I had known it. So when I was growing up and when people my age, when we were all growing up, the message from my parents was in order to be successful, you have to get an amazing education so that you can get an amazing job and live a life of abundance. So I have killed myself to make sure that I put myself through business school and, you know, I did not grow up wealthy. We didn't grow up like super poor or anything, but just very like middle-class and just very much all about hard work. So anyway, I ended up working for a major organization for nine years in management consulting after business school at USC and had the most insane career. It was so so powerful. I just, I found myself in boardrooms with so many brilliant minds and hardworking people, so many accomplished and knowledgeable humans. And I just learned so much about, you know, technical things, but also about leadership and communication and just emotional intelligence and things that we had kind of talked about in business school, but I didn't really, really get it until I saw what good leadership looked like and bad leadership looked like. There were so many bad leaders, um, but I learned a lot and I learned a lot of technical skills. I learned a lot of business strategy and played with the big boys for a long time. And it's been amazing. But over the last year, as I started to uncover what it means to have your own brand and your own company, I started to feel trapped in my corporate job and I started to feel suffocated. And I kept saying to my family, it feels like I have a business that's trapped inside of me. And it was just the weirdest feeling. And so I was doing my corporate job, but then I started to work with a mentor of mine who totally knows the game. And she's like, Oh yeah, this is, there's a formula to having a personal brand and she's like, you need to have a branding photo shoot and a website and you can do courses. And I was like, oh my God, like just mind blown by the entire experience. So I started to invest in courses and I actually went off and you guys forced myself to learn everything soup to nuts. I kid you not, every single function that I could possibly think of in the online game, I went off and started learning it myself. So everything from learning how to, I literally built my entire website and then at the last step, I had somebody transfer it over because I was afraid to like transfer it over. I actually built two different websites because my first one was so bad, the diamonds and coconuts. It was so crazy bad that, um, yeah, I took that down and decided to launch Kimberly Lovey Inc. And then, so built the entire website, soup to nuts, got the template from my mentor. She bought it for me as a gift and then hired somebody to like transfer it into the template. So did all that it was so clunky and so hard and started to take courses and learn about sales funnels and sales pages and your niche, your niche and your target customer and just all these different facets. And I just fell in love with it. And so I just knew at that time that, you know what, there's more, there's more that I have to give. Sorry, my mic just my headphones kind of got messed up. So I just knew that there was going to be no looking back. I was not going to go because my stint was going to end and I was going to go back to traveling for my corporate job. And I just knew like, I'm not going to leave my family anymore. You guys have to understand I was on the road traveling every single day, five days a week for the last, 
you know, nine years, like all over the country to all these different clients, which I absolutely loved. And when I had Charlotte, I actually left her at three months with our nanny and was on the road to the Midwest every single week back and forth and was gone five days a week for a year. And they wanted me to continue that. And I just was like, I can't do it anymore. So anyway, um, I just was like, you know what? There's more to life than work. And there are so many ways to make money. And I feel like I finally saw the light and the opportunity. And I just became lovesick. So the first thing I had done besides taking the courses, building my website and doing a branding photo shoot, which by the way, scared the living daylights out of me. I kid you not. I was going to just quit the entire idea when Gigi, my mentor told me you have to go do a branding photo shoot. And I was like, what? And I saw how much money it was. And I was like, I am not a model. Like this is horrible. I'm a business person. And I was just, I literally like, you know, when you shut down from anxiety, like your brain will shut down. Cause it's like fight or flight. I kid you not. It sounds so dramatic, but it is the God's honest, most authentic truth. Like I, I shut, I was like having like a, I like, I literally almost quit. So that's why I had recorded the episode from last week, which was all about the episode number 37 with Katie Grace, who is the most amazing photographer. She is, wow, she's spectacular. But anyway, um, so yeah, so did all of that, did courses, um, did all of my learning and got through the branding photo shoot. Didn't know why I was doing it, by the way, still didn't fully get it, but just completely took a a leap of faith, was scared shitless. Every time I spent a dollar on my business, I learned about stock photos. I mean, I was teaching myself how to do this podcast, how to distribute it, how to do every single piece of anything online that I've done. I taught myself how to do for the last year and I was killing myself doing it. You guys, I never even had a public Instagram because I wasn't allowed didn't know anything about Canva, didn't know any graphic design, nothing about branding and marketing, messaging, none of it, like literally 0%. Um, so I just killed myself. I worked seven days a week through the entire pandemic and just, I just had it in my soul. Like I knew there was something happening and I didn't even have the words to describe it, but I just kept doing what felt so exciting, which was podcasting and learning this space and just had a leap of faith that there's going to be something here for me. I just know it. And so anyway, I decided that, you know what, I need to take massive scary action and I'm going to launch my first like mini three day mini course. So I launched the reset button bootcamp with a handful of friends and family, just so that I could learn the mechanics of you know, how do you use a Facebook group to have your boot camp, And then how do you just like use all the different features in Facebook and how do I teach and how do I do my sales page and just all of these different things. Oh, I also learned all about the, you know, um, email service providers. I learned, I taught myself active campaign. I learned how to do lead magnets, freebies. And, um, I also taught myself, Flowdesk and uh, ConvertKit. Sorry, I'm like stumbling because I couldn't remember. There's just so many things I was teaching myself. I'm talking like I got in there, rolled up my sleeves and learned it all, you guys. It was just, it was wild. So I, during uh, November of last year, I, I launched the Reset Button Bootcamp because it was just such a time of stress in this country between the election and COVID and um, so many different social movements happening. And it was just 
it was a very stressful time. And so, yeah, I did this, it was essentially a mindset course and it is an amazing course. And basically the reason why I even chose to do that particular subject matter is because as this entire process was happening, I kept listening to people like Ed Milet and John Asaraf and learning about how your brain works, like learning about neuro-linguistic programming, which is essentially, it kind of helps once you understand that there's a physical reason why we get stuck as adults, like it has to do with your synapses and your brain actually hardening. When you start to learn all these different concepts, it just I'm telling you my whole life changed in this year. So I wanted to share that and pour into my friends and family and put it together as a course and show them how I was able to get unstuck and kind of go through this entire life transformation that I was still kind of experiencing. So I pulled together this course. It was incredible, incredible three days. I learned so much and had no help the whole time. And then cut to like a couple months later, like clubhouse starts and I decided, okay, I'm ready to launch my signature course. So I went and did a five day challenge. I had observed a couple other challenges at this point and was kind of learning how to play the game and took like detailed notes on how exactly. So I guess it's really important for me to share the hard work that has gone into where I am right now. And I'm still just starting really, but I just, I don't think people talk enough about like the true grit. Like they say, Oh, it was so hard and nothing comes easy, but no one really talks you through the experience of what it's really like, like trying to go off on your own and build an online business. And so I'm here to as you can tell, I'm like really trying to walk you through exactly what that looked like for me, because it's really, really important that we share the ugliness of it too. And just the hard work that truly does go into it, which I completely underestimated. So yeah. So basically I was trying to figure out like, what am I even going to teach and how do I get in touch with these people? And I was like on Facebook groups and like, it was just really slow progress. And I was just really struggling with my niche. And so clubhouse came on and I started, the mompreneurs club on clubhouse, which was just kind of like, we'll see if this works. It seems like it's a relatable niche, but I don't know, whatever. And then one thing led to another. I started showing up on big Facebook groups too. And I started going on video, which was terrifying. And people just started to like see me and hear me. And finally I booked my first one-on-one coaching clients. And then I had more clients and then I kept taking free discovery calls. So basically if somebody, if I thought I could help somebody, then I would get on a call with them for free and call it a discovery call. And I would ask them like, what are you stuck on in your business? Like, this is who I am, but I'm here to serve you. What are you stuck on? And you know what? That was the best thing to do because it helped me to really refine what I was going to offer. So I started to hear after I spoke to about 20 people, and by the way, this is why I teach this process because this is literally how I built my business. So I actually teach this exact process in my course now. Um, So basically I started to talk to about 20 people that I thought were my target customer. And, you know, I started to hear the same pain points over and over, which was so interesting because they weren't exactly what I thought they were. So for example, one pain point that came up that I was not expecting to be so prominent was 19 out of the 20 people I spoke with said they hate being on camera live. Like they cannot, they have, they shut down. And I was just like, that is not okay because no one's going to ever connect with you. 
And I would explain to them that, you know, you guys have to understand if you're going to have an online business nowadays, you cannot just passively post, you know, cute pictures on social media and think that that's good enough. It's not good enough. You have to actually engage now. We're in a totally different, you know, way of social media now. And so, um, basically I created a five day free challenge called the thrive challenge inside my private Facebook group, which you guys can join. It's called thrive together. And for that five days, I taught, um, target customers. So niching down, but like in a way that was very relatable. And then I taught graphic design. I taught attraction, marketing, branding, confidence on camera, and a bunch of other things. So anyway, we had about 33 people sign up and about 10 that showed up consistently. And of that 10, I was like, oh my God, I've worked so hard to get these people just to know, like, and trust me. And the, the challenge you guys was incredible. And one big thing I had done that was huge was I made it a zoom challenge. So I made it instead of me just going on and speaking, like you would normally see in a free challenge, I actually changed it to a zoom. And so I invested and upgraded my zoom package or whatever. Oh, I had also hired a virtual assistant by this time and gotten help from a copywriter. So anyway, um, so yeah, so I designed the whole program, the whole challenge, there was emails, there was all this content. It was so much work. And like, by the last day, I'm like, I have to get them through into my signature course. And the signature course took me many, many iterations of like sales pages. Like it was just, it was, none of this was easy. Like none of it. I was making up every single piece of it. And it was very frustrating the whole experience. Cause it's very frustrating when you don't have clarity yet in your business of like exactly what you're offering and who you are and how you serve and when you're like showing up every day and you're paying money for your business, but you're not making any money yet. It's just a very tedious, challenging environment, but nonetheless, I kept going anyway. And long story short, I ended up getting all of those women into my signature course, which was the thrive Academy. And it was eight weeks. It was amazing. Amazing. I have all these testimonials from these women. There are all these incredible women, female entrepreneurs that are trying to either build or scale their businesses and they just needed support in one way or another in their online business. And we just went through, oh my God, it was, it was, I'm not going to lie. It was very intense. Like I gave a lot of information. It's one of those courses that it's like, you're, you probably got a good amount, but like you have to go back and rewatch it because you're probably, you probably weren't ready for all of it because it was that meaty. It was definitely not a fluffy course. Um, I mean, it was full, it was packed with information. So we just found, we formed the best community. We became so close. So many friendships were made. Collaborations were made. Women were supporting each other. And I taught, let's see, the first module, I actually ended up changing from what I originally was going to do. So everybody wanted to learn Clubhouse. So I did a super deep dive into Clubhouse and had a whole like training and got everyone prepared and their bios optimized. And some people weren't even on Clubhouse yet. So I explained it to them and I went through how to moderate and like, it was just packed. And then we went and started doing rooms together and that's still continuing today, which was, which is amazing. So I taught Clubhouse for one module and then, and again, I only did that because everyone was like dying for that information. So I did that and then we did, um, what was the next module? I think it was the customer journey. So, 
Oh no, it was the building blocks of the online business space. So I talked about the five pillars that I see in the online business space. So here's the thing during this whole journey, I did not, it wasn't, I guess after all that I had learned and studied and killed myself to learn, I just like paused and was like, holy crap, this is so much information to learn. This is ridiculous. I, I like, I don't know how any person can possibly learn all of this in an effective amount of time before they quit. And so that's why I was like, I have to teach this. Like I need to make this easier and faster, this entire online business process. Like I've got to like help these women that are out there and trying to build their businesses and share everything I've learned so that I can compress their time. So, cause I feel like I'm pretty capable, you know, and if it was hard for me, then I just felt like I can definitely help some people to do this much better. So that's what I did. I created like a, just a simple slide with like supplemental pages to explain like what the heck is going on in the entire online business space in one slide. So we have branding, marketing, prospecting, sales, and retention. And then every single pillar. Oh, and then we have the foundational piece underneath, like your, all your, um, like things that you need to run your business, any apps that you need, your website, your, um, you know, your support, your CPA, your virtual assistant, all that stuff. So what we did was we spent time kind of going through every single activity that you'll see in the online business space and me kind of walking you through what pillar. So as you go through branding, like what activities are branding and how are those different than the marketing activities? And then once you've done those two things, how do you then start converting, you know, and monetizing and getting customers through the door? Like there's just so much going on, you know? And so I just, I'm really proud of that slide because I'm very visual and I wanted to help people understand it easier. So we also talked about the value and the function that the role that money plays in your business and the mindset around that talking about how business is the fuel to your business and that it's not a dirty thing to like need money in your business because it is literally the fuel to run it in order to have a healthy business is to be profitable. And, you know, I just feel like, especially as women, we're kind of taught to like not talk about money and not ask for money and, you know, we hate being like hard sold. And so we talked all about, so like a couple modules later, we actually talked all about how to sell in a way that is not icky and salesy, which is a huge deal for women, I feel like. So, um, we talked about your customer journey and just all this stuff. I mean, it, it went on and on. It was eight weeks and we met once a week and I will probably launch it again. in I don't know when it's just, it's a big effort on my part, but Um, that was just probably the most amazing experience that I've had so far, aside from doing my podcast, which I love. So anyway, um, yeah. So then wrap the signature course had quit my, finally had quit my corporate job, which I'm not going to talk too much about right now because I'm going to talk all about that in another episode, but kind of over the course of this transformation finally walked away from a multiple six figure job that was on track for even, you know, more success. I'll just leave it there. Um, very lucrative, very great job that I loved with amazing benefits. So all of this was happening, um, this last year. And, you know, I've had a couple opportunities with corporations that have been incredible opportunities. Um, right now I'm just kind of 
in a place of pausing because I want my next move to be just really, I just want to be really sure about what I'm doing next. Like, do I want to continue on with my coaching? Um, I mean, I definitely will, but like in what capacity, I definitely realize I need to be working with more high ticket, high volume type, um, I just, I need to make this in order for me to have a successful business. I need to make sure that I am making the best use of my time so that I'm being optimized and my time is being optimized so that it's actually worth it for me. So I'm just kind of taking a pause, not putting pressure on anything and just kind of taking like four to six weeks off. And part of that is also because, and here's where we're going to spill it. So last year I had informed you guys about our whole IVF journey and I have not given you an update on that. So the back half of this podcast, I'm going to talk about that now because I was not here actually to tell you all about my business. I was going to tell you more about this stuff. So what happened was since we last spoke, um, I forget exactly where we left off, but long story short, we ended up going through two rounds of IVF and only getting one embryo. Okay. We did not have a ton of eggs and a ton of embryos. Some people have like four or five or six or seven. We had one. Okay. And so it was two rounds and just to get one embryo after all that was like pretty disappointing. But at the same time, I choose to look at it as like the biggest blessing ever. Cause I'm like, this is amazing. We even got one like, wow. And it, I guess, um, it was amazing when the doctor called and told us about this particular, the egg before it was the embryo, I guess it's like a triple A rated, like the highest quality. And he just couldn't believe, he couldn't believe the quality of the egg. Like it's like top of the line. So, um, I was really, really excited by that and encouraged by that. So we decided to freeze that egg, that embryo. And there's a whole process about once you actually, so you go through all the drugs, you stimulate the follicles and you try and get yourself to produce as many eggs as possible. And then once that happens, they test the quality of the eggs. And if the egg quality is not good, then that means that they're not going to go on to like form an embryo. So then they will, for the good enough eggs, they'll put the sperm in to the egg and then they wait and they wait to see which ones actually form, like go from blastocyst to actual embryos. And then after a couple, so usually what happens is a couple will die in that process. Like they won't advance. They essentially won't grow together and form a proper embryo. And so you keep getting phone calls. Like it's almost like playing survivor when you're doing this, which I did not expect. So first it's like, how many eggs did I get? Okay. I got five. Great. And then how many turned into blastocysts? Oh, only three. And then it's like, okay, now we put in the sperm and we wait. How many turned into embryos? It's like only two. And you're like, are we done yet? And it's like, nope. Great. Now you have say two embryos. And then what they do is they take the embryo and they actually take um, a, a DNA sample and they send it off and they test the genes to see if it is a healthy embryo. Like they test for, you know, all kinds of diseases and you know, things like that. And so then they also test the gender at that time. So it's like a multi-week process and you finally will get the phone call back. Okay. We tested your two embryos. One came back healthy. One came back not healthy. And as you know, we have the gender, do you want to know? And then you tell them. So you say yes or no, and then they'll tell you the gender. So 
we got through all of that, we did it twice, only end up with a single embryo after doing IVF twice, which by the way, I'm skipping over the fact that there were shots every night, medications, so many doctor's visits. Like this is a very fast forwarded version of IVF. It is a very long, tedious, intense process. So anyway, then we finally have our one embryo and we're in the middle of COVID. And at this time, so initially when we were doing the rounds, they were like, Oh, pregnant women are not at high risk. And I was just like, Hmm, that doesn't sound right. But this was at the beginning of the pandemic that we started this in March, that we started the actual IVF process. So, so basically by the time now we've gone through the two rounds, we're like mid COVID and they're like, okay, we've got more data. You're definitely high risk if you're pregnant with COVID. So we recommend that you wait till you get the vaccine before we transfer the embryo. Meaning like when they say transfer the embryo, by the way, that means that's when they like implant it into you. They take the embryo, which is the sperm and the egg, and they like turkey baste it and like place it into your uterus. So we have just been sitting with this embryo for months. And so finally we got vaccinated. And then last month, so this has already now been multiple months going on that we've just been waiting. And so last month it was like, okay, finally we can start and we can just do the last step, which is the transfer, which should be a really easy 10 minute doctor's visit or 20 minute doctor's visit where they just put it in there. So we get, so we finally get to the cycle again with the doctor's visits and you still have to take all these medications and all that stuff. And midway through, they call me and they're like, your progesterone is too high. And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, that means you ovulated. And since it's a frozen cycle, they don't want you to ovulate because they're tricking your body into thinking you already ovulated. And then you're on day five of when they're timing it so that it's because it's a five day embryo. So they're trying to trick your body into thinking that it's at the right time, like it would happen naturally. So long story short, I had ovulated and it completely ruined the cycle. So that really sucked, but I was like, okay, that's annoying, but here we are. So finally we go through the whole thing again. They put me on more medications, more shots, more appointments, more doctor's visits, more blood tests, more money, more time, more, more, more. So finally last week, they're like, okay, we tested your progesterone. It's low. Everything's looking good for the transfer. And so you guys tomorrow from the time I am recording this, I am recording this. I'm going to time date. I'm going to date stamp it. It's Monday, June 14th. From the time I'm recording it tomorrow morning, we're going in to do our embryo transfer. Finally. Okay. It has been a three year journey to get baby number three, by the way, if you guys have no idea what our whole story was, go into my earlier podcast and find the episode where I talk about our IVF journey. Um, gosh, I can't find the episode. Okay. So it's like in the top, it's the top 15. I, I don't remember which episode it was, but go listen to that and you can get the full story. Cause there was a whole other part of this that you didn't hear if you if you're just now like meeting me. Okay. So that is part of why I am, again, I had quit my corporate job. I finished my academy and now I am just straight chilling for a couple weeks. I don't want any additional stress. I just want the best chance possible to have this little embryo take. So 
with that, I'm going to wrap and I'm going to say, stay tuned. I will let you know. I will actually find out for sure if I am pregnant on June 23rd. I go in again and get tested with a blood test at the doctor's office. And by the way, this is just a funny comment. So tomorrow when I go in, oh, I didn't even tell you, there was this whole other part of the drama with my cervix that also was another big thing. And I had to go under and they had to do a mock transfer. I didn't even tell you guys that. So yeah, last cycle was like a, a bigger disaster than I even articulated. So it's been, it's been a doozy. That's all I'm going to say. Um, everything's fine by the way. Okay. So basically today I had to go get a Valium that's prescribed and I picked up a bunch of pregnancy tests and I come home and I'm like, Oh, look, I have a Valium and a bunch of pregnancy tests. It feels like I'm back in college. <laughs> okay. It's a joke. You guys, I'm totally joking. That was not ever my college experience. Thank you, Lord. But anyway, um, so yes, the 23rd, I'm going to find out, but let me tell you, yes, your girl's going to be testing every single day. And I am the girl I've already gotten false positives and negatives on pregnancy tests. So I definitely don't trust them, but it's the only thing that's going to make me feel better. So stay tuned and I will not reveal the gender. I am not sharing a couple of my friends and family know the gender, but I'm not sharing it. So with that, I'm going to wrap and please rate me five stars. If you guys like this and you think this is entertaining, please screenshot this episode and repost it. I will repost it for you and let me know what you think and what kinds of episodes do you guys like? Do you like these kinds of like hybrid type episodes or do you want me to stick to just business and like shut up about yourself, girl? Like we don't care. We just want all your inside tips on your business front or like what? So tell me what it is that you like because this is your podcast, okay? I'm just, I'm just the mouthpiece. <laughs> I'm here to support you, educate you, entertain you, and just have the best time ever together. So have a great rest of your day and stay tuned. Bye guys.